Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast, which today is entitled, Our Passion for God. You know, the creative force behind all great art, great drama, great music, uh, magnificent architecture, wonderful writings, is passion. Nothing great is ever accomplished in life without passion. Someone who does a fantastic job at their work, who their creation, who can write a beautiful document, can write a story, uh, an architect who can plan and, and put on paper what a beautiful building will look like. All of that starts with some passion. What are you passionate about in your life? Passion, you know, is what really energizes us. It, it's something that gives us some inertia to, to our life. What are, what are you passionate about in your life? Passion makes the impossible possible. Think of the great things that people have accomplished that they probably never thought that they could, but because they were passionate about something, they were determined and they got it done. Passion gives you a reason to get up in the morning and to keep going. When you wake up and you say, I'm going to do something today, I'm going to accomplish this task, I'm going to do something with my life today that's very important. It comes from the passion that's inside each and every one of us. What is the most important thing? You know, one day a man asked Jesus that question, and he said, what is, there was an attorney, and he said, what's the most important thing? And Jesus said, love the Lord God with all of your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. Jesus said we had to be passionate, passionate in our spiritual lives and our love for God. The word for passion in Greek is heart, and it comes from the deep core of ourselves, of who we really are. What is in our heart is our passion. You know, we're encouraged not to love God half-heartedly, but to love Him with a full heart. Jesus is saying, if you're going to follow me, you've got to do so with, with passion. Whatever you do, we read in the book of Colossians, it says, whatever you do with all of your heart as unto the Lord and not unto men. I did some research this week about books and books you could purchase from Amazon. And there's books about passion I found out about many subjects. Let me share a few with you. You can get a book called A Passion for Birds, A Passion for Books, A Passion for Cactus, and how about a passion for chocolate? I think the, the one out of that, that category, I think I like chocolate. I don't know if I'm passionate about it. How about a passion for fashion? At least that rhymes. A passion for fishing. You can get a book on that. A passion for gardening. A passion for golf. Passion for hunting. None of those, uh, none of those really ring home for me. How about this one as we go through the alphabet? A passion for mushrooms. Can you imagine a book on a passion for mushrooms? A passion for needlepoint a passion for ponies, and a passion for pasta. I think out of that group, I, I would be a little bit passionate about pasta. I, I like good Italian food. God encourages us to be passionate about our relationship with Him. Often, you know, in our Christian lives, we're, we're passionate about many things, but people, I notice, are, are, are sometimes very hesitant to be passionate about their own 
personal spiritual beliefs. And I understand many times what we believe and what we feel inside of us is, is something we hold close to our heart. And, you know, often we don't want to offend anyone or step on anyone's toes, but God calls us to be passionate about our relationship with Him. I remember hearing when I was a little boy that uh, my parents would teach me, teach me that when you were out in, uh, out in mixed company, um, one never talks about religion or politics out in a group, because those were things that where people had very strong feelings about. So how do we convey our passion for our spirituality with others? We certainly can share what's the, the goodness and the grace of God, but I think one way is by showing it. You know, someone said you could preach a sermon every day, but you don't always have to use words. So one way is through the fruit of the Spirit, and we read this in the New Testament where it says, if you're filled with God's Spirit and you're passionately in love with Him, you're going to have these, these elements in your life. You're going to have love. You're going to have joy and peace. Certainly people would be able to observe that in your life. Forbearance. You're very patient with people. You're exhibiting kindness. The world needs more kindness. You're showing goodness to other people. Faithfulness gentleness, and self-control. Could you imagine if more people had these fruit of the Spirit in their lives here in, in 2022, how our world would be different? There are certain things in our lives that distract us from passion, and there is some things that I call a passion killer. The one of them is an unbalanced schedule. You know, life is a series of seasons, there is a season for everything. We read that in the book of Ecclesiastes. And you know there's a rhythm for life. We all have ups and downs. We all have times of sadness and times of great joy. And we also need times of work in our lives. That's an opposite work and then rest. And when you're taking care of yourself and you're meeting your needs, you're a balanced person. And too much of work will cause you to be stressed. Uh, too much rest will cause you to lose your passion. Many times in life, those of us who, who, who are in uh, professions or who uh, have a lot of compassion in our heart, we show that to other people, we can experience something called compassion fatigue. Healthcare workers during the pandemic have experienced this, where they're caring for people day and night in a very, very skilled but very intimate ways can experience compassion fatigue then you know it's time for some self-care. When you feel like you're just not balanced in your life, take some time for yourself. Balance is vital and important. Do some things to care for yourself to make sure you're not overworking, but you're also resting, and to balance those things so you can keep passion in your life. Another passion killer is uh, an unused talent. You know, God has given us certain talents and gifts, abilities, and our personalities. And when you're not, you're not using yourself and the gifts that God has given you, then they're not a, a benefit for others. God has given us these gifts, not just to keep them in ourselves, in, in, our, in our own lives, and in our own world, but God has given us gifts so we can share them with the world around us. He wants us to contribute with our lives. What gifts do you have that you can use that perhaps something, you know, you have a great personality, you're very good at accepting other people. 
Perhaps you're very good at very silently doing a job or a task that you don't want you don't want a lot of praise for, but you want to get something done and, and do something and contribute in a positive way. There's so many gifts that we have that we can give. And when you're not utilizing your gifts and your talent, you lose your passion. So find what your gift is. Find something you're good at and share that gift with the world around you. Another thing that can cause us to to lose our passion is unresolved conflict in our lives. You know, conflict can drain the passion out of you. Have you ever started a day off and you felt like this is going to be a great day and you're very positive and hopeful and then one negative event can happen and it can drain all of that positive energy out of you? Um, How do you keep your passion in a situation like that? Well, you have to decide to protect yourself from the negative. There's many negative people and events and things in our world and uh, th- that often come into our lives. But, you know, we, we need to have some boundaries. And if you have someone in your life that's very negative, you might have to limit yourself or put some boundaries between you and that person. Three passions that, that really kill emotion is resentment, jealousy, and anger. We all struggle with those things. You know, and, and just to say, God, I can't handle this today. I need your help. Why am I feeling jealous? Why am I feeling resentful when I have so much to be grateful for? Where is this anger, anger coming from, God? You know, we all have strong emotions, and emotions are not bad, and emotions are not just good. They're a combination. There are emotions, and they just are. So accepting these emotions, but trying to find out what is causing that and not letting these negative emotions rule our, rule our lives. And God can help us so that our emotions do not drain us of positive energy. And then finally, another element that can really slash the passion in our lives is an undernourished spirit. How do you take care of yourself spiritually? How do you nurture the spiritual side of yourselves? Every day we we face all kinds of circumstances that conspire to shrink our spirit and to attack our heart. So we must intentionally nourish our spirit. How do you do that? Um, You know, we're all human beings, but I, I think a lot of times we think in our spiritual lives that we have to do things. We're called just to sometimes be a human being and just be. Um, Times of worship and prayer, quiet times, meditation, taking some time to not do, but just to sit with God. Uh, There's a verse in the scriptures that says, be still and know that I am God. So it's not always doing, sometimes it's just sitting in God's presence and spending time with him to refresh and replenish yourself. Is it reading God's word? Is it reading some inspirational material? Is it listening to music? Is it being in nature? I don't, spending time, uh, you know, meditating. What is it that really helps you to stay positive? A starting place is to remember with gratitude how God feels about you. You know, you are unique and you're special and only you can be you. Remind yourself that God is hopelessly in love with you, that you're, you're very uniquely made. And God has a purpose and a plan for your life, even if you don't see it right now or feel it. 
God has a purpose and a plan for your life, and he's doing miraculous things in your life, preparing you for that purpose and plan. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, in the book of Exodus, we read these words, you must worship only the Lord, for he is a God who is passionate about his relationship with you. My prayer for you is that you have passion in your life because God passionately loves you. May we passionately love God and love our neighbors. And may people see the fruit of the Spirit in our lives day by day. Thank you, and God bless you.